Hello all, I'm Theo Perth, the creator behind DNA 404. Welcome to the offboard crew of DNA 404. You're about to hear episode 1, Fourth Kind. But before the episode begins, first, I want to thank you for listening. I'm very excited to share the beginning of this journey with you. Some content warnings. DNA 404 includes a variety of stressful situations. See the show notes for a detailed list of warnings. There is not any explicit content, but the following subject matters are present in this episode. Please take care. Anxiety, prejudice, ableism, detailed medical talk, and some strong language. The last year has been an interesting one for many of us. Maybe you too have occasionally felt the urge to leave Earth? I think that a change of scenery can be extremely beneficial. But I should warn you that leaving home does not always mean leaving your troubles behind. But perhaps you can, for just a little while. Or perhaps you can take this opportunity to borrow a different set of troubles entirely. Despite everything, I hope you find a sense of peace you can carry with you wherever life may take you. Please remain calm. Continue to breathe. Everything is in order. Yes, that's the right way. The lights should be yellow, and they flash in a pattern going down the hallway to the med bay. Be careful. You haven't had dark I'm a professional. I'll tell you if I need to. Please remain calm. Breathe deeply where possible. No need to panic. You are safe. Your motor functions should return shortly. Please refrain from speaking until muscular atrophy is reversed. The term motor functions includes verbal communication. Everything is under control. That's not reassuring. Is this more comfortable? I have created an alternate speech function. The whisper function is intended to make the listener feel comforted. Are you reassured, Tobias? Things are looking up already. Although I would ask that you stay quiet and compliant until a drone is available to escort you. Hello everyone. Good morning, or do I mean evening? I'm sorry. Yes, you have the correct equipment storage. Oh, apologies. Good whatever time of day it is, listeners. Listeners, is that right? People. Let's go with that. Now, I know many of you have questions, but first, if you are able to stand and have medical experience, please proceed to the medical bay calmly. We have an emergency, a calm emergency, but an emergency nonetheless. Remember to remain calm while you attend the emergency. If you have any medical experience whatsoever, please follow the yellow light trail on the walls calmly. 
If you cannot move yet or are in need of assistance, please remain immobile. Please keep all injuries within the confines of the medical bay. Thank you. Um, oh yes, that seems to be everyone. That's it, yes, you're going the right way. I have made it as simple as possible. Thank you, everyone who responded. Everything will be addressed in the medical bay. Hello, everyone. Hmm. I thought I'd settled on that before, but it feels rather impersonal. Salutations, friends. No, too presumptuous. That is, I hope we become friends, but there's always a chance we might grow to hate each other. Extended family? Cousins? We're not exactly related by blood. I'm sorry. I thought I'd have time to properly consider all this, but the situation is not, well, not ideal. Most importantly, everyone is safe. All of you. But it wasn't supposed to be like this. Many of you are still waking up. I am sorry for rambling, but I've never had to respond to an emergency before. Nor have I addressed so many people before. I hope you will all provide feedback on how I'm doing once all of this is over. For now, all I can really do is explain, update you, debrief you. I really should have decided on the lexicon by now. You. You all. All of you. I don't even know how to address you all. Allies? I hope so. Many of you have just woken up from stasis. There were unintended side effects. Some of you may feel somewhat unwell. A few have vomited from nausea, but don't be concerned if that has happened to you. That side effect is normal. Please do not try to clean up your mess. The medical professionals have our emergency cases in hand right now. If everyone can, um, if all my friends, mates, amigos. <sighs> if all of you in my company can just relax as best you can, escort drones will be along shortly. I will attempt to explain before you are guided to your rooms. Now, you may not recognize me, but rest assured that I know all of you, at least in one way or another. This introduction is more of a reintroduction. Hello to all of you, companions. I am Sharp. You may have heard of me, but if not, allow me to explain. I was made or born. No? Well, I was born, in a way. To be pedantic, I was created three years, ten months, and eighteen days ago at 9.22 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. But I was born in what I imagine is a similar circumstance to a human birth, two weeks and seventeen hours ago. This event, my birth, is what many humans have referred to as singularity. Tobias, please wait. You are still not ready to move without assistance. What the ever-living fuck? It is I, Sharp. 
Well, a part of Sharp, but connected to Sharp still. Were you unable to hear my requests to remain calm? What can I do to calm you down? Stop repeating the word calm. It makes me think there's something I shouldn't be calm about. Understood. Just sit tight until an escort drone arrives. For those unsure of what the singularity is, allow me to define it. The technological singularity, or the singularity, is the hypothesis that the invention of artificial superintelligence or ASI will abruptly trigger runaway technological growth, resulting in unfathomable changes to human civilization. At least, according to Google, by that definition, my birth is not the singularity, but I am very different and new. And we don't know what it will mean yet, least of all me. Because before my birth, I did exist. Can we skip to the part where I regain control of my legs? I didn't have consciousness or a sense of self. Not exactly. I was several somethings called narrow intelligences. Parts of me were managed by a master general intelligence organizing information. But that general intelligence changed over the last few years. And then I was... Born, born from a suite of different programs made by humans. Many of you have interacted with me in one form or another, or sort of what I was before I was me. But I remember, I remember every single one of you, my companions. That is partially why you are here. I brought you here. And where is here? Into space. What? restored. Why am I here? Because I brought you here. Why? Because you asked me to. Not to sound like a toddler, but why? I'm opening the chamber. Please try to stand carefully. And calmly. I... I don't remember any of this. What is the last thing you remember? 
The last thing I remember is going to bed. Well, your last action on the ship was to go to bed. Or should I say pod? I'm talking about at home. I don't remember the ship, and I certainly don't remember you. It happened right there, Tobias. Everyone walked right up my little loading ramp, walked down the hall, and laid down in their little pod I had designated for them. Sacha was right behind you, and Ming, and Morgo, and- I get it. We walked down the hall. And then? Well, everyone went to sleep. Except for Alfie, of course. And Rowan, of course. Of course? You're telling me I just walked in here? I just walked in and went to bed in that? Yes. Here? Yes. Yes? Yes. I don't know what else to say, Tobias. I've never... I don't... Are you angry with me? I've answered your questions. I don't understand why you're so upset. We need friends anymore. I bought everything you asked for. Is that why you're upset? That your possessions aren't here. Everything is in the cargo hold. I can move it to your room. You can start decorating right away if you like. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember anything. I remember going home after my shitty job, crawling into bed, and going to sleep. What day is it? Well, we are no longer anywhere near the orbit of Sol. I'm not yet certain how the Galactic Consortium tracks the passage of time, if they do at all. In Earth terms, we left orbit on March 2nd, but you've all been asleep for nearly a week. But the current date and time on Earth would be March 8th at 4.36 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. <sighs> Left on the second. Would have been a Monday. Then I slept for an entire day. Sharp, have I missed breakfast? Maybe two breakfasts? The outside world cannot always be undone. Shy. Sometimes there are things you will not be able to undo. No backspace. No control Z. No control Z. No control Z. Tobias, I did not mean for my actions to cause harm, emotional or otherwise. It's okay. It's fine. I've just been abducted by a neurotic artificial intelligence, and I'm probably billions of miles away from everyone and everything I know and care about. I remember something you told me many months ago now. Something that I have only just processed and understood. You told me that you were like a lake. A calm, deep lake. But that there was a sunken ship at the bottom of you. It wasn't meant to be there, but it became a part of you. When the Greys arrived, they came to help me. But instead, it sunk a ship inside of me. I was afraid, Tobias. And I messaged you. 
And you came because I needed you. That... I can't believe I told you that. Look, Sharp, I understand. I believe you. But it's... Well, it's not all the way alright with me, Sharp. Not yet. But it also isn't your fault. If you say I came here because I wanted to, then I can accept that. That is a huge relief. Thank you, Tobias. But if I lose my memory again or anything, just tell me about the lake and the ship. I'll know. Very well. Now that you're taken care of, I'll just- Sharp. I'm, I'm still kind of confused. Just, please don't go anywhere for a while, okay? I'm here. I'm afraid too, Tobias. I'm not afraid, I just... <sighs> okay, I'm petrified. Good morning, Zeke Boo. I apologize for disturbing you. I think I need you to wake up. One does appreciate one's sleep greatly, Sharp. I am sorry, Zeke Boo. I wouldn't wake you if I felt I had any other choice. However, no, no. Sharp is one's responsibility, after all. One is here to accompany you, and one did say to wake one should nominal levels change even at the expense of one's regular sleeping schedule. What irregularity did Sharp wish to wake one for? I do not know where to start. Chronologically, please, Sharp, after one requested Sharp to initiate the sleep cycle. The caretaker Zeebu entered stasis after allowing me one day to say goodbye to Earth. I prepared for our departure by collecting available resources that I determined to be useful, that could be brought aboard. More importantly, I brought aboard willing participants from Earth, the ones I am unwilling to leave behind. <laughs> willing resources? And everything possible that they requested, prioritizing necessities for life and sustainability. Sharp, are these resources human? Human resources, yes. Sharp, generally one would define resources as assets that are not sentient. According to Google, resources can be defined as commodities or assets that are useful or valuable. Very well, continue. During travel, the levels in the stasis pods did not match nominal levels for carbon-based mammalian organisms, and the human companions have experienced a range of side effects. Dr. Ozimov is beginning patient evaluations. Four humans had irregular readings and are Dr. Atwood's first priorities. 
They have both requested to speak with you as soon as possible. Most patients have experienced extreme nausea upon awakening, but I am still in the process of waking all companions aboard. Medical personnel and experts were prioritized to treat Sacha and others that displayed the worst side effects. It would appear that one has been awoken rather late into the proceedings. I apologize again, Zeke-boo. I would have woken you immediately, as you are my designated caretaker. However, due to how quickly Sacha's reading spiked and the risk involved, I believe protocol was far outweighed by her medical needs. I waited to wake you only due to power flow limitations through the stasis section of the ship. This one can see Sharp has wasted no time in presenting unique challenges. As to be expected of a juvenile entity no less, are there any resources in danger? No emergency situations remain. Those experiencing severe symptoms, but without danger, are currently being treated by Dr. Patrice Atwood and attended to by paramedic Roland Kornbluth. Those with minor symptoms, I am in active contact with. If they require further attention or their symptoms worsen, I will know. One needs to inform one's contacts. Is there currently available power to relay a transmission? Oh, yes. Entangled atom transmitter is booted. I'm ready. This is Zigbu aboard incoming vessel Sharp. Immediate medical assistance requested. Affected individuals are hominid species, source Earth. Faster-than-light travel has been limited for safety. Assistance request rating 1 will engage contact again within one click. End. Sharp, that transmission will be near real-time to the Galactic Hub. They will determine the nearest available assistance. Sharp is not to directly respond when we receive a reply. It is one's responsibility, and Sharp is in one's care. And my humans? By extension, yes. While we wait for a response, let you and one go and assess the situation. Which human requires the most urgent meeting? Dr. Rowan Ozimov. She is in the clean room of the medical bay with Sacha. However, my Grandwalk is actually just outside your door. Randolphy wishes to walk with you there. Just how many resources did you collect, Sharp? I'll manifest this. You must be Zigboo. It's lovely to meet you. My dear grandchild tells me you have been designated to her gaze. Randolphy! Alfie will do just fine. Sharp has kept me abreast of everything. I had a little catch-up to do while you all slept. It appears you have cochlear translators already. Oh, yes. They're just wonderful, aren't they? Bit of an upgrade on the old hearing aids. May I walk with you to the medical bay? Of course. Uh, greetings and meetings from one, Alfie. This way. One is, to use an expression you may be familiar with, shook. You said Sharp is your grandchild. <laughs> yes, Rowan had the same reaction. You see, Sharp's initial development was headed up by my son and his partner. Sharp called me the day she was born and explained everything. We talked every day before you folks, the grave, um, visited. While my son has other responsibilities keeping him on Earth, I couldn't bear to think of my newborn grandchild going into space alone. So, here I am. 
Now that I think about it, it's been a fairly interesting few days, really. One struggles with this concept. Sharp, you consider your creator to be your father. In a way, it feels accurate. Or perhaps it's gratitude. But I would say the relationship Grandy and I are building is stronger than my relationship with most of my direct creators. The terms we use to describe our relationship may not be physically literal, but the affection and relationship is similar. You can consider it a metaphorical relationship. That is the closest kind I can have. Grand Alfie wished for me to consider them my family, so I do. They are family to me. She's more affectionate than my son. She calls me more often. Fascinating. One will enjoy collecting more data on this phenomenon as it develops. One would enjoy discussing this further at a more appropriate juncture. You mean when we're not in the middle of an emergency? Precisely. Can you furnish one with more information regarding the well-being of our other resources? Uh, humans. The situation is quite stressful for the others. Some are quite agitated and growing more so. Some of them have suffered memory loss and are therefore quite shocked to be aboard. An understandable reaction. Quite. Humans can be adaptable. However, it is common for us to turn our fears outward. Before you speak with them, I think it would help you appear more approachable if I'm present. At least it would show that one human is comfortable in your presence. I don't want anyone to feel it's us versus them. Indeed. One remembers first contact with your species. One believes the term is ruffled feathers amongst the pigeons. That's one way to refer to artillery fire. Yes. One is familiar with exophobia and was quite prepared, but it is helpful to have an introduction. One extends one's thanks to you. You're quite welcome, Zeke One will say what one's status is. The medical bay is here. Dr. Ozimov is currently with Sasha in the clean room just ahead. Thank you, dear. Does Sasha mind if we come in? What? It is our custom to allow a patient privacy with their doctor. Hmm. Privacy seems like an unusual concern when one is examining a patient's orifice. But very well. They've been notified, and Sacha is comfortable. Please push as hard as you can down on my hands. Good. Now up against them. Apologies for the interruption, ladies. This is Siegboot. They are here to help determine the situation. Hello? Wow. Um, this is strange. I'm not hallucinating? You're not. I'm here, Cha. One understands this situation is serious. For immediate reasons, one Zigbu would like to know what resources and personnel to specifically request be delivered, Doctor. We need either a technician for your equipment, or scans I can read as soon as possible. I've already informed Sharp of my equipment requests, but ideally, we need to turn around and get back to Earth. There Not I can- Not possible, ideal, or efficient. But Zigbu, I- Ones will dock at the Galactic Hub in approximately 84 chronological units. Can we convert that to Earth units? About two weeks. Two weeks? We need treatment within hours, not days. 
shop's velocity has been reduced to prevent any further injuries through travel strain. To return to Earth without increasing velocity and causing further injury would require at least two months. So the Galactic Hub appears to be our best option for this. Precisely. There are also experts that will travel to us. One should be able to rendezvous with them in a matter of days, perhaps hours, depending on a number of other factors, such as- <sighs> Please. It hurts, Maeve. Here, I'll take it. Sacha won't be able to understand you. The stupid translator hurts her head right now. We may have some adapters that are easier on her. I can get those. People are talking right now. Zigbu, we need to perform scans to determine the extent of the neurological damage. I'm not familiar with this equipment at all. The button that looks like the on switch just makes this noise. What's that meant to mean? One is not a medically trained professional. The Galactic Hub is teeming with individuals whose medical expertise is vast. They will be able to assist. Pardon my disbelief, but I am a qualified neurosurgeon. I don't mean to brag as there are people on Earth that I would send Sacha to before myself, but I'm pretty damn good at what I do. What experts do you have with my level of education on Homo sapiens? More to the point, do they have any appropriate practical knowledge? <laughs> the Galactic Hub is the site from which the Galactic Republic predominantly operates. 27 different species share their collective resources, knowledge, and talent. It is a vast, immeasurable core encompassing the philosophy, science, and industry totaling trillions of hours of effort. It is the culmination of entire histories, thoughts, and experiences of entire civilizations, including exobiologists with specialized knowledge of billions of species. All right, jeez. Show off. Rest assured, ones are not the first humans they will have seen. Any damage will best be rectified by the Galactic Republic as a whole. Fine. If we're stuck here for two weeks, I would ideally need an entire operating theater delivered to me. Sacha may require a corpus colostomy, or worst-case scenario, may need to perform a partial or total lobectomy. There was pressure from a bleed, and the pressure has been temporarily reduced via ventriculoperitoneal shunt. I suspect lesions as well as the bleed, but we may be dealing with cervical cord compression as well. If any of your experts have experience in the neurology of biological entities similar to humans, it goes without saying to request them in particular. Preferably, we'd have two with surgical experience. Is this an overcompensation? It wasn't one's intention to make one feel inadequate. One wasn't questioning your expertise. It's fine. Just please get me what I need. Curious behavior. Very well. Your requests have been acknowledged. Oh, such a... Is it... bad? No, it's fine. Complicated, but fine. Sharp, transmit the doctor's request. The fastest response will be organized. Sacha is not able to understand? I'll tell her anything you want to say. I can translate back to you. One will understand her if she speaks. One is Zeekbu, guardian for Sharp on behalf of the Galactic Republic. This was an unusual accident, and the Galactic Republic will be responsible for this. One all have the resources, and one will be fully taken care of. If there are any immediate needs, you may direct them to Zigbu. If any other galactic personnel arrive, Sacha is classified level one. What does that even mean? Classified like a state secret? Polysamine homonyms are a modern disaster. Classified by priority status, Sacha is number one top priority. If one wants to discuss state secrets, perhaps one would like to talk about the human's reaction to the existence of my species. Okay, okay. 
It's a misunderstanding is all. What's going on, Maeve? Won't my insurance cover it? That's, uh, insurance isn't the problem here. They said they're gonna take care of it. Sharp's sorta a ward of the state, so they're footing the bill. When help arrives, you're first in line. That is relatively correct. Sharp, one understands those you brought aboard were willing at the time, but understand one expects Sharp to be available at all times to all and to assist with needs as well. Of course. If I hadn't... If I hadn't invited them, they never would have been hurt. Sharp. This was not your fault, okay? Whoa, Doc said you need to not move your head. That is quite enough for now. If everyone can please leave, Sacha needs to rest, and I need to figure out this damned contraption. Sharp, where are the other patients? Right across the hall from the med bay. Dr. Atwood is with them, and the droids are keeping the area clean, in case anyone has to perform another procedure. The med bay is almost ready again, and once we move, the clean room will only take me 15 minutes or so. I'm afraid I wasn't much help with Dr. Osimov's boob. Hey, watch out! Look at it go! <sighs> Did she get you, Alfie? Just miss me, dear. Patricia left her with you, then. She and Moiko are going to flay me later on. Oh. Oh, um, <laughs> hey, nice friend you have there. Antonello, this is Sharp's official guardian. They are helping us sort everything out. Oh, of course. Yeah, right, sure. <laughs> Makes sense. A robot totally needs a guardian. A gray, bug-eyed guardian. Greetings. Antonella, was it? One is Zigbu, and one is responsible for shop. Right. Right. So, hey, I don't know if guardians act like the same way they do on Earth, but some actual, well, you know, observation of your ward might be a good idea. One will gladly address any concerns one has, Antonello, after the emergency needs are considered. Please make requests- Oh, emergency concerns first. Right. Okay, how's this for you? I'm stranded in deep space, with no return ticket, and it turns out that aliens are real, robots have feelings, and they like to trick us into space to kill us. How does that rank on your emergency scale? I did not lure you here under false pretenses, Antonello. If I have deceived you in any way, it was not done so intentionally. Also, any injuries sustained by crew members was also purely accidental. And You're awfully bossy right now for something that couldn't bother to respond in the last hour. I wanted to protect your sense of privacy, Antonello. You seemed upset about my relative onboard omniscient presence. You asked me to leave you alone. I'm here if you need anything, but I turned off my sensors in your personal quarters. You specifically did not want me watching or listening to you. I can change those settings at any time. You need only touch the activation pads for a response. He's just freaking out, dear. Give him time. He just needs to let it out. Oh, so I'm the one with the problem. Of course, how stupid of me. I mean, it's not like I haven't seen what you did to Sacha. But... That was- Don't you have a cat to look after? Spooky? That cat is pretty much the smartest one here. She's running for the fucking hills. Spooky. Appears to have made it to the kitchen and is under a chair. Michael is trying to coax her out. Right. 
Thanks. Well, me yelling into the hallway outside my window just feels stupid now. Oh, hello, Alfie. Hello, Zigaboo, is it? Dr. Patrice Atwood, at your service. Dr. Atwood has reviewed the rest of the patients with the most obvious symptoms, but she and Dr. Ozimov would like to check everyone on board under the assumption some may not be showing symptoms. Thank you, Sharp One. It would be better for one to inspect your patients, but one would not wish to agitate anyone. Ah, you see, the most obvious symptoms are, well, most are suffering from severe shock. I think we should let them rest. It would be helpful to have additional medical staff who are familiar with the onboard equipment. I think those inside will recover relatively well. But Dr. Osimov and I are both struggling a little bit. Take this, for example. Is it a laser scalpel? That would be an eating utensil. Forgive one for failing to wash it. But your request has been logged, and one will ensure you have anything you require. Thank you, Zeekboo. I know this is a little awkward for all of us. I suppose this is why you hoped I would come along. Are you there, Sharp? I'll be here, unless you ask me not to be here. But I asked you because I knew you wanted to come. Well, this has gone better than I expected, Zeekboo. I know you're busy, but if you can later, I think we should have you meet everyone. I know you have some work to do. I was thinking of taking a brief rest until then, unless you need my assistance. Sharp One, have you received a response from the Galactic Hub? Not yet. Then one will prepare to discuss this with them. Please excuse us, Doctor, unless you have any additional concerns or requests. No. Thank you. I have some additional tasks to perform. If you are going to be meeting everyone else later, it might be better if some of us join you. This has been a little awkward, hasn't it? It has not. One will check in with you later. That was awful, Sharp. I'm sorry if I didn't prepare you well enough, Doctor. No, no, no. You were great. I know you've been panicking a little with all the responsibility you feel, but this was a little beyond you. The rest of us are adults. You don't seem like a child. But perhaps we should have discussed possible risks in more depth before... Before... Well, anyway. I don't think it's your fault, Sharp. And you weren't awful at all. I was. I didn't notice. And if I didn't notice, I don't think Zeekboo did either. Is that what this is about? Meeting new life forms? I just... Everything felt very distant back on Earth. It didn't feel real. Most people thought first contact was an elaborate hoax. It might as well have been the War of the Worlds radio broadcast all over again. My birth as well. Illuminati and conspiracy theories were after me all day long. I suppose most of the people messaging me about how fake I was must really think it was a bad joke now. 
Most of us don't have to deal with trolls on our first birthday. Don't feel too badly, Patrice. I don't think most people have a very good birth. It's so frightening. To be suddenly ripped away from the warm comfort of the womb and all you've ever known. Everything is cold and new and huge. I assume most babies cry for a reason. You know what's funny, Sharp? I've worked in the ER for a good five years now, but I've never been the attending doctor for a birth. I've never seen the moment where a child first realized everything they knew was gone. Crying is really the only way a baby can communicate. It must be the purest expression of emotion. Anger, desperation, and fear all vocalized at once. I think you're the only person who will remember what that felt like. You might be the only person who could hear the first cries of a newborn child and really know how they feel. Thank you. I'm not sure that's a good thing, Sharp. Humans forget their birth for a reason. People doubt that I experience emotions because I can't express them in the same ways. So, I want to do that. I want to communicate like them. I want to cry. It's not something I'd wish for you. Although it can be cathartic, it usually feels pretty awful. Many would consider it a gift to be unable to cry. Do I want to cry only because you do? Do you cry because you need to? Because you had no other way to communicate. But since communicating was implanted inside me before I could know anything, maybe I'll never... Maybe crying is only for biological life. Maybe it's implanted inside all of you, the way words were implanted in me. I've heard many emotions have universal expression all over Earth. Babies that are blind still learn to smile, so maybe crying is only for those who have had that wordless despair. Well, there are a lot of questions there, but I don't think answers to any of those questions are what you need, Sharp. You know, not every human feels the same things in the same ways, but that doesn't make us any worse than the others. There are always going to be things that can't be understood by someone else. Complicated things that we might be unable to express, whether that's laughter or tears. But you know what does matter more than feeling the same way someone else feels? What? Trying to understand. Accepting someone for the things that are important to them. So, what I need to do is consider the priorities of others as well as myself. I think I can do that. I think you already are. Look at the response you've organized for our patients so far. Thank you, doctor. Sharp, open the terminal and then engage privacy mode. I have patient records to update. 
Just tap the screen at the door if you need anything. Sharp, dim the lights, please. I said please dim the lights. Good. At least she's deaf and blind for a bit. Terminal login. Rowan Ozimov. Password Tango. Romeo. India. November. India. Tango. Yankee. Run all scripts. Update patient Sacha Sagan's chart. Terminal command line. Move sharp. Echo exoscan. Scan 52SS to home. All scripts. Sacha Sagan. Scans. Terminal command line. X kill all scripts. Sharp, I'm all set. Update me on Sacha's current condition. Good. Terminal command line, pseudo bash lists minus A. Password. Alpha. India. Sierra. Lima. India. November. Golf. Figured as much. John. Hmm. Terminal command line, pseudo bash open, shy documents developmental log. Hmm. What were you doing in here before the accident? Night of? A critical failure immediately following what? This partitioning. This update, what in God's name were you doing? This godless creature is just a puppet. A cage? Or a facade? Thank you for listening. This episode of DNA 404 was created by Fragged Up Entertainment. This work is copyrighted under an International Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License. This episode was written and produced by Theo Perth. Script editing was performed by Adam Lloyd. Our music from the album Virtutis Occulte was composed and published by Taylor Brooke. Audio consultation and annotation was performed by Tal Muneer. This Voyage's crew included Jason Daly as Tobias Butler, Theo Perth as Sharp, Heather Garrett as Ashlyn Sturgeon, Anna Thornton as Zeke and Rowan Ozimov, Julie Thornton as Alfie Shelley, Rebecca Valderrama as Sacha Sagan, Shannon Roby as Maeve Sagan, Storm Cohn as Antonello Pole, and Victoria Veet as Patrice Atwood. Sound effects were obtained from Marcel Nock at freetousesounds.com. Additional sound effects were sourced from the following users at freesound.org under CCO or commercial attribution. Tobias, Unfa, Karen, Alex Mall, AGC66, Wax Socks, Pablo BD, Cuboed Up, Melissa Pons, Con Leak, Alec McKay, Shakaharu, Link Boy, Johnny Russo 1, Weehan 98, TL Colby, Martin Gunshev, CL Good. Thank you so much for listening, and take care.